Hello and welcome to episode 370 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Saturday, December the 3rd, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the first Saturday of the month. From 1925 on, Sister Lucia never ceased repeating the five conditions given by the Queen of Heaven for fulfilling the first Saturday devotion. Every first Saturday, we should, number one, pray five decades of the Holy Rosary. Number two, keep Our Lady company for 15 minutes while meditating on the mysteries of the Holy Rosary. Number three, go to confession. Now, the confession can be within eight days before or after the first Saturday. It doesn't have to be on the first Saturday itself. Number four, receive Holy Communion. And number five, Offer each of these acts in reparation for the offenses and blasphemies committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So this is the first Saturday. I want to focus on number two here. Keep Our Lady company for 15 minutes while meditating on the mysteries of the Holy Rosary. And for that, my thanks to the Fatima Center located at www.fatima.org. And this is taken from the first Saturday meditation manual. Um with a preface by Father Nicholas Gruner. May he rest in peace. So these are the introductory prayers. Formulating an intention of reparation. O Jesus, we offer thee this meditation as an act of reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. May this, our little but fervent act of devotion and reparation, bring consolation to that same most pure heart, which ungrateful men pierce and afflict at every moment, as if with cruel thorns by their blasphemies and ingratitude. And may our offerings move thy mercy to forgive those poor sinners who have had the misfortune of offending the heart of so great and loving a mother, invoking heaven's assistance. Come, Holy Ghost, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well-beloved spouse. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The first joyful mystery is the Annunciation. While all things were in deep silence and the night was in the midst of her course, the Almighty Word came down from heaven, from thy royal throne. And the angel being come in said unto her, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, who having heard was troubled at his saying and thought, with herself, what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of David his father. And he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to thy word. O God, who didst will that thy word should take flesh at the message of an angel in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, grant that we who believe her to be truly the mother of God may be helped by her intercession with thee. Through the same Christ our Lord, amen. The second joyful mystery is the visitation. Before I formed thee in the bowels of thy mother, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and made thee a prophet unto the nations. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, 
The infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed art thou that hast believed, because those things shall be accomplished that were spoken to thee by the Lord. Grant us, we beseech thee, O Lord, the gift of thy heavenly grace, that our commemoration of the Blessed Virgin's visitation may bring us an increase of peace. Just as the birth of her child heralded the beginning of our salvation, through the same Christ our Lord, amen. The third joyful mystery is the nativity. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. And thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, art a little one among the thousands of Judah. Out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler in Israel. And his going forth is from the beginning, from the days of eternity. And it came to pass that when they were there, her days were accomplished, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to adore him. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them until it came and stood over where the child was. And seeing the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And entering into the house, they found the child with Mary, his mother. And falling down, they adored him. O God, who didst manifest thine only begotten Son to the Gentiles by the guidance of a star, graciously grant that we who know thee now by faith may be led on even to contemplate the beauty of thy majesty. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery is the presentation. Sacrifice and oblation thou didst not desire. Burnt offering and sin offering thou didst not require. Then said I, Behold, I come. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon, who had received an answer from the Holy Ghost, that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when his parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he also took him into his arms and blessed God and said, now thou dost dismiss thy servant, O Lord, according to thy word in peace, because my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to the revelation of the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And his father and mother were wondering at those things which were spoken concerning him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and for the resurrection of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be contradicted. And thy own soul a sword shall pierce, that out of many hearts thoughts may be revealed. O almighty and eternal God, we humbly beseech thee that we may be presented unto thee with purified minds, just as thy only begotten Son, when we had, he had taken on the substance of our flesh, was presented to thee in the temple, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The fifth joyful mystery is the finding of the child Jesus in the temple. He will guide the mild in judgment. He will teach the meek his ways. And having fulfilled the days when they returned, the child Jesus remained in Jerusalem, and his parents knew it not. And thinking that he was in the company, 
they came a day's journey and sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And not finding him, they returned into Jerusalem seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his wisdom and his answers. And seeing him, they wondered. And his mother said to him, Son, why hast thou done so to us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said to them, How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. And his mother kept all these words in her heart. O Lord Jesus Christ, who by becoming subject to Mary and Joseph has sanctified home life with thine own incomparable virtues, grant that by the aid of both we may be taught by the example of thy holy family in order that we may have fellowship with it forevermore. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery is the agony in the garden. He was offered because it was his own will, and he opened not his mouth. He shall be led as a sheep to the slaughter and shall be dumb as a lamb before its shearer, and he shall not open his mouth. I am come to cast fire on the earth, and what will I but that it be kindled? And I have a baptism wherewith I am to be baptized. And how am I straightened until it be accomplished? Then he saith to them, My soul is sorrowful even unto death. Stay you here and watch with me. And going a little further, he fell upon his face, praying and saying, My father, if it be possible, let this chalice pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed the longer. And his sweat became as drops of blood trickling down upon the ground. Grant, we beseech thee, O Almighty God, that we, who in the great mass of adversities faint through our own weakness, may take heart anew through the pleading of the passion of thy only begotten Son, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The second sorrowful mystery is the scourging at the pillar. The wicked have wrought upon my back. Scourges were gathered together upon me and there is no health in my flesh. I am afflicted and humbled exceedingly. But he was wounded for our iniquities. He was bruised for our sins. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his bruises we are healed. Pilate saith to them, What shall I do then with Jesus that is called Christ? They say all, Let him be crucified. The governor said to them, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. And Pilate, seeing that he prevailed nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, taking water, washed his hands before the people, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. Look you to it. And the whole people answering said, His blood be upon us and upon our children. And having scourged Jesus, delivered him unto them to be crucified. O Almighty and eternal God, who didst appoint thine only begotten Son to be the Redeemer of the world, and didst accept the shedding of his blood in atonement for the sins of man, grant that we may pay fitting honor to the precious blood that was the price of our salvation, and by its power be so defended from the evils of this present life, that we may rejoice in its everlasting fruit in heaven through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The third sorrowful mystery is the crowning with thorns. I have given my body to the strikers, and my cheeks to them that pluck them. I have not turned away my face from them that rebuke me and spit upon me. 
All they that saw me have laughed me to scorn. They have spoken with the lips and wagged the head. Then the soldiers of the governor, taking Jesus into the hall, gathered together unto him the whole band. And stripping him, they put a scarlet cloak about him. And plating a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And bowing the knee before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And spitting upon him, they took the reed and struck his head. Almighty and eternal God, who has restored all things in thy beloved Son, the King of the whole world, mercifully grant that all the peoples of the earth who are now torn asunder from one another by the wound of sin may come once again under his gentle rule. Through the same Christ our Lord, amen. The fourth sorrowful mystery is the carrying of the cross. And on the third day, lifting up his eyes, Abraham saw the place afar off, and he took the wood for the holocaust and laid it upon Isaac, his son. They are multiplied above the hairs of my head who hate me without cause. My enemies are grown strong who have wrongfully persecuted me. Then did I pay that which I took not away. And after they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him and put his own garments on him, and they led him out to crucify him. And they came to the place that is called Golgotha, which is the place of Calvary. For unto this are you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving you an example that you should follow his steps. Mercifully pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that through our voluntary mortifications we may avoid sin, and may rather suffer in this life than be condemned to punishment in eternity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery is the crucifixion. In thy sight are all they that afflict me. My heart hath expected reproach and misery, and I looked for one that would grieve together with me, but there was none, and for one that would comfort me, and I found none. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, they crucified him there, and the robbers, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he, one of the robbers, said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou shalt come into thy kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to thee, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary of Cleophas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore had seen his mother and the disciple standing whom he loved, he saith to his mother, Woman, behold thy son. After that, he saith to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Afterwards, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Almighty and eternal God, who did us will that our Savior should become man and suffer on the cross as a model of humility for all mankind, mercifully grant that we may improve by the example of his patience and deserve to share in his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The first glorious mystery is the resurrection. The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. Thanks be to God, who hath given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
for now Christ is risen from the dead. And on the first day of the week they came to the sepulchre, and they found the stone rolled back. And going in, they found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were astonished in their mind at this, behold, two men stood by them in shining apparel. They said unto them, Why seek you the living with the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. O God, who through thine only begotten Son has conquered death and thrown open to us the gate of everlasting life, Help us continually to carry out by our actions the desires that thou hast inspired in our hearts. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The second glorious mystery is the ascension. God is ascended with jubilee and the Lord with the sound of trumpet. Sing praises to our God. Sing ye. Sing praises to our King. Sing ye. Thy throne is prepared from of old. Thou art from everlasting. And he led them out as far as Bethania, and he said to them, Stay you in the city till I send the promise of my Father upon you, and you be endued with power from on high. For John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and even to the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had said these things, lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And it came to pass, whilst he blessed them, he departed from them and was carried up to heaven, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Jesus entered not into the holies made with hands, the patterns of the true, but into heaven itself, that he may appear now in the presence of God for us. Only begotten Son of God, who after conquering death didst pass from earth to heaven, whereas Son of Man thou art seated in great glory on thy throne, receiving the praise of countless angels. Grant that we who delight in the remembrance of thine ascension to the Father may not be tied to the love of this world by the chains of sin, and that the one desire of our hearts may be the promised rewards of heaven, where after thy passion thou didst ascend in glory. Amen. The third glorious mystery is the descent of the Holy Ghost. For the Spirit of the Lord hath filled the whole world. And that which containeth all things hath knowledge of the voice. I will ask the Father, and he shall give you another paraclete, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, nor knoweth him. But you shall know him, because he shall abide with you, and shall be in you. When the days of the Pentecost were accomplished, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty wind coming, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them parted tongues as it were of fire, and it sat upon every one of them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of thy faithful by the light of the Holy Ghost, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The fourth glorious mystery is the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, body and soul, into heaven. The Lord hath blessed thee by his power, because by thee he hath brought our enemies to naught. Blessed art thou, O daughter, 
by the Most High God, above all women upon the earth. Blessed be the Lord who made heaven and earth, who hath directed thee to the cutting off the head of the prince of our enemies, because he hath so magnified thy name this day, that thy praise shall not depart out of the mouth of men, shall be mindful of the power of the Lord forever. For that thou hast not spared thy life by reason of the distress and tribulation of thy people, but hast prevented our ruin in the presence of our God. And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. And the dragon was angry against the woman, and went to make war with the rest of her seed, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Almighty and eternal God, who has taken up into heavenly glory the body and soul of the Immaculate Virgin Mary, the mother of thy Son, grant that we may be always mindful of heavenly things and come to be worthy of sharing her glory. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery is the coronation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Queen of heaven and earth. Queen Esther also, fearing that danger was at hand, had recourse to the Lord. And do thou call upon the Lord, and speak to the king for us, and deliver us from death. And on the third day she laid away the garments she wore, and put on her glorious apparel. The queen stands on thy right hand in gilded clothing, surrounded with variety. I am the mother of fair love, and of fear, and of knowledge, and of holy hope. In me is all grace of the way and of the truth. In me is all hope of life and of virtue. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with an iron rod. And her son was taken up to God and to his throne. I am the queen of heaven and the mother of mercy. I am the joy of the just and the door through which sinners are brought to God. Grant, we beseech thee, O Lord, to us who take joy in honoring the Blessed Virgin Mary as our queen, that safe in her protection, we may deserve to enjoy present peace and future glory through Christ our Lord. Amen. Concluding prayers. Collect of Our Lady of the Rosary. O God, whose only begotten Son, by his life, death, and resurrection, hath purchased for us the reward of eternal salvation. Grant, we beseech thee, that by meditating upon these mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Prayer to Our Lady of the Rosary of Fatima. Most Holy Virgin, Queen of the Holy Rosary, who has deigned to come to Fatima to reveal to the, the treasures of graces hidden in the recitation of the rosary, Inspire our hearts with a sincere love of this devotion so that by meditating on the mysteries of our redemption recalled therein, we may make reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and obtain the conversion of sinners, the conversion of Russia, and peace in the world, which we so earnestly seek for the greater glory of God, for thine own honor, and for the good of souls. Amen. Our Lady of the Rosary of Fatima, pray for us. Our Lady of the Rosary of Fatima, pray for us. Our Lady of the Rosary of Fatima, pray for us. And let us conclude, my friends, by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning at Outreach, located at halo-soma.org. And please check out episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I interview my sister and my niece about RPM, 
otherwise known as rapid prompting method, which is a method of communication for those who've been afflicted with non-speaking autism. Because my friends, communication is a human right. Let us pray now for help and for healing for those who have autism. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael the Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. And now the three Hail Marys, in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc erinor mortis nostrae, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc erinor mortis nostrae, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc erinor mortis nostrae, Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri, Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, Sicuterat in Principio, et Nunc, et Semper, et in Secula, Seculorum. Amen. Virgo Potens, Ora Pronobis, Sancti Osef, Terra Daimonem, Ora Pronobis, Sancta Raphael, Archangeli, Ora Pronobis, Inumar Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 370 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please pray for the eternal salvation of all of our bishops. Goodbye and God love you.